Hey guys, this is John and Austin, and this is another episode of the Meat Justics podcast presented by Waltons. This, what should be our Christmas episode, is really going to turn into our brown bear episode, unfortunately. Sweet. I've got a lot of stories about brown bears I want to talk about today. I was on my on my feed of videos last night, I, I got into like a loop of like brown bear things. Ooh. So I don't, it's, it's, I don't know if somehow... Like we're connected, okay. and so like you look at stuff and it gets sent to me because like that happens with things at times. Not I've never seen between us, but me and like other people, like specifically my wife or somebody in my family, because like I tell I'm I have a Google family, and so it knows okay. us. But um, uh, one of the things actually I'm gonna get inside track. One of the things I was looking at was a gift for my wife for Christmas, mm -hmm. and she actually saw. Oh, and I'm like, but I was terrible. I told her I was like I didn't get that one, right? So I tried, but I couldn't get that one. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was, I, all the videos were like people in nature coming up on like brown bears and them like backpedaling and like trying to get away and them just getting chased down. Yeah. yeah. Not, it's crazy. You're not running backwards away from any bear. Oh, don't, period. don't run. Face it. Always, uh, always face it. You run. It is going to charge you and it is going to get you. If it's got its cubs with it, I think you do run. If it's a mother with cubs, they say av hard. avoid. If it's uh, well, what's the, if it's brown, it's laid down. If it's black, fight back, right? Black bear wants to eat you. Brown bear is probably just being territorial. Okay, I think so. Does Waltons need to pay for a trip for you to have a bear encounter? I want to have a bear encounter so badly, <laughs> but what the one I would like is where you go in the box, Ooh. and it's around and like can push the box around. I've only seen that with, with sharks. They have oh bear no, they ones? do with bears. Oh, oh dude, I'm I'd in. be way dude. more scared of a bear. The bears literally roll the it's like it's a glass plexi box and they'll like push it over and it flips. You're it's, in a panic room that's oh see-through, and then there's a bear. I'm like the only way I'm doing that is if they give me like a 50 cal handgun in there with me for if, when for it me. <laughs> I don't even I don't even need the 50 cal handgun because I know if it gets in, I'm going to die. Right. And that's okay. Give me enough Xanax and <laughs> I'll go in Sweet there. Bear. Come here, bear. Bye -bye. Um, you've seen the the guy in the middle of the ocean in the plexiglass box, right? With the great white. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I think that shows shark over touched bear it right there. It touched yeah. it. And, and it just, it went just boom, disintegrated. Broke. And I was Meanwhile, like, these bears are pushing that thing over. <laughs> Anyways, so we're going to talk a lot about bears. Before we get to that, We've got some uh, Lebanon bologna right here that two of our salesmen made. Um, one of them who used to run a uh, meat processing plant down in Oklahoma. And they were making it earlier today. So I figured we'd grab some, try it, and review it. Are we free to critique we are their free sausage to critique making abilities? Yes. Now, oh, I like this. I We cut some off just now. I did not taste it intentionally because I want it to be... A live reveal. Okay. You'll notice in there that there's two different types of cheese. So first of all, I want to argue putting cheese in Lebanon bologna. Dude, cheese. Why is, are we doing that? Cheese is okay in anything. <laughs> That's not accurate. Have you ever had cheese in cereal or ice cream? Oh, it's delicious. Tell me you're kidding. Me. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank God. I was worried about you. All so right. my first critique is that the casing looks amazing except someone with meaty hands looks like they touched it because there's little things on the outside. Oh. But the you, actual wait. stuffing is, it's like perfectly not, stuffed. Are you being serious? Or did that come out of the... He's, yeah, this listen, came out of the... He's a professional. Oh. Then they overstuffed it then. Okay. Too, Just, too much pressure. In yeah. And it's a little bit, it seems a little soft, doesn't it? Like I was pressing on it earlier. It is kind of. Is it, However, is it beef or pork? If it's... It's a mix. Okay. However... It does peel really well, or the piece we had. Oh, that one didn't peel so uh, well. Oh yeah. See, I feel like we should make all salesmen do peel make, great. submit this. their best, and then we can critique it, and but then they could. His peeled well to the point where now I have to worry about was it my technique of trying uh, to unpeel it. To be honest, I think they peel worse when you cut them. You just pop them out, and then like cut a slice, and then look, like look for a spot to grab. You grab okay. it, and it goes easier. Okay. All right, you ready? Yeah. Okay. There's a little bit of air pockets too. Oh, the voice. And they used a hall. Well, I assume yes, but they also used a uh, uh, Tulsa stuffer or mm. whatever. Didn't use a vacuum stuffer? I don't think so. I don't know. Mm. 
flavor wise, flavor wise, it's nice. It's great. Yeah, a mix of beef and pork is the way to go for bologna. Consistency is pretty good. Chicken and rib meat and whatever else they say on the front of bologna packages nowadays. Other, just straight up pink slime. Mm, now we're talking, dude. We oh, were going to talk about it. No. We had the same problem with this casing in there. We tried three different knives. I don't know what's doing it. It's Kevlar. It, there's something <laughs> the with this casing, Kevlar man. Case. I'm telling you. Let's gra grab another knife and no, see if that one just good. is that dull. I think this knife is just that dull. And then I can't cut a, a straight slice. That was very bad. But Well, we know we all know this knife isn't dull because well, I come it's in, my knife. I come in here sometimes and I just hit the knives together. Is that, you see that dulling though? them? There's a lot of, like, it, it requires a lot of pressure to cut this. All right. So, wonder what, if they had a little, if they had humidity problems at all, make make the casing a little tough. But. Yeah. Okay. Austin might be correct. It's easier to just find a spot instead of cutting it. Yeah. Maybe they did because it feels like feels like the edge has a. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty stiff. Well, however, the flavor is excellent. It's delicious. So, what are the two cheeses in there? Yellow and white. Nice. Yeah, cheddar and I'm going to assume mozzarella. I retract my comment about the Lebanon bologna having cheese because it's better with cheese. They should have added some crushed red pepper, but. Can you throw me some? I'm a, you know, bologna connoisseur. Ready? Yeah. How's this going to go? Nice. That sounded pretty sweet. Yeah, that was good. Did we hear the slap? <laughs> Hopefully everyone heard that slap. Got it. Snap. So yeah, my, I want to know if this if this fits into your alley of of baloney, Patrick. Oh, probably not. He'd probably call this I, a fancy. Bologna. I have a pretty big alley. We call it a street where I. <laughs> my street. Boy, I don't know what they were going for, but bean baloney. I assume that they were going for a little more emulsified. Yeah, because there's not like a ton of particle definition. No, there's almost none. But. So one thing I, I like about like normal summer sausage and salami is I like the particle definition. Yep. This doesn't have it, but it's still the flavor so good. I just kind of ignore it and go. Doesn't matter. My stomach doesn't see it. That's so. good stuff. Okay. That's that instant, instant bologna zing to it. Uh, holds up in the mouth really well. I get your guys, like it's so spongy, yet it's still so structurally sound. You'd almost assume there'd be a lot more voids for, for, what, for what there is. But no, I had a very... Um, almost dense piece, but not uh, not overly chewy. Like I'm for as many chews as I get. Like it, I, I could swallow it, so to speak. So not dry, not crumbly, uh, not too wet either. Because sometimes you taste like you're like, oh, it's just dirty water. Oh, then there's the flavor. So all that's gone by the way. So I don't know if that's a shower cycle thing or not, or if they uh, held it in ice water, or whatever. But no, I like it. It's pretty good. Well, that's good because our opinion didn't really matter much it was patrick's opinion that yeah it was gonna sink her well i feel like when that one I, I probably shouldn't say this one i'm going to either way i don't know maybe it's just go ahead no no definitely say it I, okay so lebanon baloney like so like lebanon like country no 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 no. lebanon pennsylvania okay then my comments don't matter i'm taking them away <laughs> we're what were they you want to know them well, Patrick's, Patrick likes bologna, and you, out of the two of us, uh -huh. have to have closer ancestral ties to Lebanon than I would. <laughs> I don't know. That's just what I'm going with in my brand. That's why I said I shouldn't say anything, but I'm going to. <laughs> so you can have a say. He can have a say. My opinion doesn't matter. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess Italy would be the closest I get to Lebanon, but. Closer than me. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm in Scotland somewhere. So that's pretty funny. <laughs> All right, Patrick, can you show them this video as we? Yeah, it up? it's right here. Okay, yep. so I'm gonna hit play now, and we'll watch this. Now, why is it doing it in there? I don't want to do it in there. I want to do it. <laughs> Click YouTube. full screen. Okay. okay. Oh, this is one of the ones I saw. This is. Why are you doing this? The now we get a video. This unit works flawlessly. Oh, I want one of those. Those are kind of cool. It's one of the things, guys, that you can look through drywall and see what's behind it. Oh, I've been seeing that ad. I was wondering why. Watch this like, thing. Boom. Hey. I don't want to hear him. 
So a enormous <laughs> brown bear comes running within feet of a skier. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't well, know how tall that bear was. I mean, multiple. There's wide. There's a lot of people on that mountain. Yeah, it's not like there's one guy skiing down a mountain. That bear could have had a smorgasbord if it wanted it. Yeah, that is wild. But that thing is huge. It's gonna make me rethink everything the next time I go go out to Colorado and go skiing. No, Colorado doesn't really have brown bears. Oh, really? So, so you're fine. Where's this at? Yeah. Oh, Tahoe. Yeah. Of brown bears? Well, I mean, it should still be a little scared in Colorado. Black bears are not. I'm actually more scared of of moose. I see. That see, is correct. See, see more moose in Colorado. You should be more scared of moose. Uh huh. They're deadly animals. All right. So that's brown bear story number one. We'll come back to all the other brown bear stories. But um, going on to what? What's right below it? I'm just reading down the list of things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame signed CJ Carr today. Don't know who that is. Oh, he's like a top three or four quarterback prospect. Oh, we're trying to talk pretty. pretty uh, no, no, no. But that prospect. led to an offensive haul. We got a top five wide receiver, a top five running back, and three top hundred offensive linemen. It's fine. I'll still, I'll still make a bet with you every year. That okay. Beat you. What we need to do is we need to extend this bet to other sports. No, we don't. Specifically. I basketball. don't care about any other sports. But I do. But I don't. But so do it you care about your team? To no. I only care about Notre Dame football. Like their basketball, their lacrosse, their we need soccer. Make, we need to make a weighted average then off of like multiple sports and, and make this bet run like from August all the way through May. It's getting too complicated and I've yeah, already lost just, interest. Yeah, let's so, keep so. it the way we have it. It's better that way. Um, all right. So, uh, Austin brought in his presents for me. Uh, I called it my Christmas bonus. I got two enormous jars of Mateos. So that Wait. bit of me complaining about it. Yes. I in know. 24 hours, you have already ate half that jar. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't touch those until about three hours ago. <laughs> I've eaten all of that in three hours. It's um, not good. I have a problem with Mateo salsa. It is delicious. I eat it by the spoonful in the middle of the night sometimes. Do you have a Costco membership? No, just Sam's. Okay, I'm just going to tell Jenny just every time she goes to Costco, just, keep just keep, pick up keep two more rolling. jars. Keep yeah. them rolling. Let's keep the good times going. Um, and then you have some more wrapping to do. Uh, your kids' Christmas presents won't be here until Saturday, but they're shipping to your house. Okay. So you're going to have to wrap some stuff. Um, Are they easy I, to wrap? Uh, yeah, they should be. Okay. They should be. Um, I once again went with the loudest sounding... Loudest looking truck I could find for Leo. This Makes is good. All sorts of noise. He loves the last truck you got him, and it has like started to die. Yeah, he, he told me that. Yeah, he brought it to me and was like, "Dad, can you change the batteries on this?" I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely." It's like, yeah, it kind of looks like batteries are getting low. I replaced the batteries. Does the same thing. It's just it, he's he plays with it so much. It's just. It's, it's wearing out. It was not an expensive toy, so yeah. I'm not surprised. But this one makes a lot of noise too, so he it's should true. he should love that. You you should you should. Uh, it's fun when I hear that. You should apologize to Jen because she's the one that has to deal with it most of the time. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so, what are you doing for Christmas? Oh man, I don't even. I don't even know yet. Like uh, my brain is just so wrapped up in everything else right now. Um, I don't know. Actually, I was I was supposed to figure some of that out today. Dylan was in my office and he was like, "What we're doing for food and blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, I'll, yeah, I'll talk what to Jenny here." And we'll, and then I didn't do anything. But I'll be uh, going to Howard on Christmas Eve. Okay. Uh, spend some time with the in-laws there. And then on Christmas Day, doing church and stuff at home and go to my, my parents sometime probably that afternoon. Then. Cool. Cool. Um, I'm going up to my sister's tomorrow. I'm taking my nephew golfing, I think, Friday morning. How old's your nephew? 12. Okay. Somewhere around that. Um, we went last time and he... He did okay. Uh, he got a little distracted a few times, but you know, he's a 12 year old. Um, I was always like, Do you let him drive a cart? That's what I was going to, just what I was going to say. I sent him somewhere in the cart once and he was like so timid with it. When I was 12, if I got me on a golf, <laughs> going all over the place. Um, but yeah, so I'll go up there, uh, have a good time. It'd be nice to see family for a while. Uh, awesome. What is uh, traditional Walton's Christmas meal? Like, what is there something you guys always have? No. Um, 
don't know. I'd say you like when I'm at my parents, like Christmas meal is at least better when we don't do ham and turkey. Okay. <laughs> like uh a number of years we've done like do like a, a prime rib roll. Like that's killer. I yeah. think this year, I think uh when Dylan came into my office earlier, he said we're doing steak. That's all I know of. So you do if you do steak or uh prime rib, I mean that's fantastic. I would rather eat those every day of the week over ham or turkey. But um I don't know. It's usually like mainly a meat product and then whatever else you want to go with it. So here's an interesting question. Did you get any of what the commercial sales, not this, what the other commercial salesman made today? The no. Bacon-like product? Yes. Oh. That, oh my. Okay, so we got to talk about that. That was. So Colton Cook, oh. who's responsible for Nebraska and I think both of the Dakotas, North and South Dakota. Sounds right. I believe so. Yeah. Um, saw something or one of his customers made something that was uh, steak bacon. So it's not beef bacon because they already make beef bacon, right? This was, they took a um, uh, uh, rib roll and injected it, held it, smoked it, sliced it up thin, and then cut it just like, or cooked it just like bacon. It was pretty good. I mean, I was impressed it had enough of a bacon taste to like satisfy the baconness mm -hmm. of it but it was i mean it was ribeye yep and it was uh, no it was, it's hard to even explain sorry it wasn't uh it was a uh, strip it was strip yeah oh i thought it was rib roll now i can't remember i'm pretty sure dylan said it was rib roll oh did he yeah oh okay That's, i had no spinalis I don't know. Okay. Well, either way, the question is, is it is worth it, it right. at that price? Like it was good, but you could get 12 steaks out of that. Yeah. But to be honest, like you still get, you still, I mean, you're, you're still eating the same thing. It's still, I think it tastes as good as a steak would. Um, for, like, for a non-award winning steak cook i could see how that would be the case but as an award-winning steak cook i still think it's i wish and yes tax i am talking about our competition <laughs> <laughs> i wish i could know better ahead of time like is something really going to be the best quality or not and i i'm sure if i was if i was just better with fresh meat i would be able to just i would look and know more of that mm -hmm. but like sometimes i get into a steak and i just get kind of disappointed because i'm like i cooked this so well and it's just the steak wasn't this wasn't as good of a steak it was no. just um but if, if you knew you had a lower cut steak or rib roll or strip or whatever you knew it was a lower grade um i would be more apt to do that with it, then cut it into steaks and actually eat steak with it. Because to cut that thin, yeah. you're not going to notice if things are a little bit tougher, um, not as good overall. You just, I mean, I would, yeah. So what's the, what's the difference? Select, choice, prime? Yep. So if you get something that's select, absolutely turn it into a beef bacon type of deal. Do you ever get a whole primal of select there? i've never seen I don't, one but seen one either. they probably already just take it and turn it into other stuff because people won't pay for it if there is such a thing i don't know so they're calling it right now steakin steakin, steakin. like steak bacon i like beacon better like beef bacon but it what? also is there's already beef bacon why so. can't you just call it steak bacon do we get into a labeling issue? Because now I'm going to get pissed and start talking about alternative <laughs> meat and why they can use actual meat names and people in who make real meat products can't. That's, That's an interesting stupid. question. I don't know. But um, I took a bunch of pictures of it, so we'll do a post on Meatjustics about it. Um, I think Patrick even got some video of them injecting it. Yeah, so. Do you know how it was exactly cooked? Was it pan fried? Or? No, I don't know. I wasn't here okay. while they were doing it. Um, I'm pretty sure they did it on the Pit Boss griddle up front. Ah. Pretty sure. Okay. At least. But yeah, no, it was absolutely delicious. Okay. Um Couple of things, uh, just since it's this is releasing the Friday before Christmas, um, and Patrick, I want you in on this too. So keep keep your ears open. Your favorite Christmas song? 
I will go first then, since we'll give you some time to think. Mine is Dominic the Donkey and will always be <laughs> Dominic the Donkey. It is the Christmas song that puts me in the best mood. As soon as I hear, dun, 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 I just smile and I'm like, I bounce back and forth. It is an awesome song. For anyone who doesn't know it, great old Italian Christmas song. Best line in it is uh, when Santa comes to towns with his paisans, he'll be because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy. Okay. What's yours? He's still thinking. It depends on if I'm actually going with a Christmas Christmas song or like just a Christmas time song. Sure. Christmas time song. So Christmas Christmas song, I would go with like Mary Did You Know. Great song. Okay. I love that song. But if we go Christmas time song, probably going to go with um dang it which is the one hold on my brain is is looking through playlists on my phone right now um uh michael buble's all i want for christmas okay terrible answer not michael, anywhere near my, as good as mine no but. michael buble's christmas <laughs> cd Lord. is like the best christmas. michael buble he brings up yeah Dude, yeah. he, it's the best. Uh, it's the best Christmas CD sick. out there. I feel the sick. The best Christmas CD out there. <sighs> I say CD. It's not whatever. Not a CD. Patrick, I like uh, the one that goes fa ra 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 ra. <laughs> Is that one on there? I, I, I will put a another one up there. Uh, Heat miser and cold miser song from uh, a year without a Santa Claus. Dun 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 dun. dun. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. Tell me you've seen this. <laughs> no. Patrick? Sure. No, he hasn't. <laughs> I think that sounds familiar. Yeah, you've seen it. It's like the little puppet animation things. Clay, one guy's the, Yeah, one guy's the cold one, and the other one's the heat miser, and his hair is like a flame. Oh, it's awesome. Absolutely awesome. Okay, moving on. Um, well, moving on. Favorite Christmas movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're just going to that. One. I'm like, yeah. we're moving on. I'm like, no, I know you saw that Die Hard. One. Die Hard, Die Hard, Die Hard. There's no other Christmas movie but Die Hard. That's an excellent answer. Patrick? I feel like I had this written down earlier. My notes are not with me. Um, I, you know me, with the difficult answer. I, sure. I like Eyes Wide Shut, so. I still, I mean, I've never seen it, and I don't want to give that Christmas movie. A Christmas-based um, movie. I don't want to. Uh, ooh, I like, I like a, a newer one. I like 8-Bit Christmas that came out a couple years ago. It's kids trying to get a Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, so it's okay. Kind of, kind of fun. Uh, mine would be the most boring of all of these. It would be uh, a Christmas story that you will shoot your eye out part. Or mm. not part, but that one. Did All you right. watch the second one that they came nope. out with just no, I, a couple years ago? We were just talking about this. I've never seen Zoolander 2. I've never yeah. seen Anchorman 2. I will never see it's his pity. Like when, He's never seen Terminator 2. That's, I mean, let's stop him. Of course <laughs> I am. But when something was a smash hit, especially with a, com or a comedy, um, and I never saw any of the follow-ups to uh, Dumb and Dumber, why retry and like you can't recapture lightning in a bottle. That's why Ghostbusters 2 sucked as bad as it did. Never saw the original. Oh, it's yeah. Just, what? I, yeah, I figured I'd just blow your mind there. For You've a never seen the first Ghostbusters. Nope. Not interested. What do you mean you're not interested? How can you not be interested? He probably, he probably knows exactly how it goes. Like if you like if you were to tell the story to somebody, like quickly tell the plot, you'd go, Well, they walk around with vacuums on their back, and that's all I know. But but you know that there's like hauntings and then ghosts start to show up and then you they he use, doesn't know any of this i don't know any of that do you know never, who this never mind i don't do you know who the state puff marshmallow man is no i don't think he uses context how can you even all. not be like just from looking at the internet sometimes i figured you Listen, would know who the state puff i didn't watch man. ghostbusters for years like two decades of my life like i was over 20 before i watched for the first time i at least know i go well that giant marshmallow puff guy is right. from ghostbusters too i believe nobody right. steps on a church in my town <laughs> I mean, they're okay. All right. So I I watch the same things over and over and over and over. And then now I just don't watch anything. The text I've, I have to respond. I mean, just text asked asked. Well, I can't talk. Asked 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 on last week's podcast post. I think if how far I got in Band of Brothers, oh boy, and which episode I was on. He asked if I finished it. Right. Oh we should re-clarify that question entirely. <laughs> we should be, how far did Austin make it? And when did I stop? Um, I want to watch more. I watched like the first like 10 minutes and then we got sidetracked and I haven't <laughs> been back since. But I haven't watched TV since. 10 minutes of episode one? Yeah. So uh, I 
I, I haven't watched TV since. Well, here, this might help you. I don't watch TV. I'm on your side. So those men fought and died. The least you can do is watch a TV show. <laughs> Dude, it's been a it's been a week. Like it's just I, there's it's always this, I don't know. Every week's busy. I'm more but. like you where it's like I go, I don't understand how people are watching these shows, but then I, I kind of have a problem. I'll tell you the other way. I have a problem with people that could finish all these shows in like a week. It's just like, what are you guys? Yeah, what are you how doing? How do you watch it? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Can you not talk to them? I don't like people that like you can't talk to them while they're watching a show. I think that's incredibly just, oh, here, I'm going to put on hold being a good human while I do my thing and close everyone else out for like an hour. It has pause on it. You know what I mean? It's not like it's live anymore. No, that's fair. But yeah, the, I had a buddy that watched Game of Thrones like that, and we're not friends anymore, so he can shut <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching my episode. I go, oh, are you? It's, it's 3 p.m. on a Saturday, dog. I don't want to watch Game of Thrones. Right. So. Um, was it my grandmother? Somebody used to call, uh, like, what's like days days of our lives? What are those shows? Uh, soap soap operas. Yeah. Somebody called it their stories. Yeah. Yeah. My stories. Always, are my stories. Yeah. That kind of. My dad me. watches those every day. Does he really? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just think he wants the longest running series. Like he likes. Continuity. Not, exactly. Right. He's doing the same thing every day. He's eating the same thing every day. He's he's tuning in the same time every day. So he likes, where are they at now? Where are they at now? Where are they at now? Does he get upset if your mom wants to do something that's going to make him miss those things? Uh, no, my mom knows better than <laughs> than to make my dad do something. She doesn't even ask. They don't leave the house. Oh, that's the type of marriage I'd want. Um, all right. Favorite Celine Dion song. Let's not lie. Don't don't try not cool. Like she's not amazing. The Titanic one. Okay, so that's my heart will go on. I think. I don't know if that's the name of the song, but we all know it as that. Dude, I'm I'm over here binging, not googling, right. binging Celine Dion and most popular songs <laughs> and trying to find one yeah, that I'm like, oh, I know that song. I got nothing. I think she You're, just does, like, and I don't mean to, because I'm sure she's great at singing, but she probably just does a lot, like, her hits are probably just a lot of covers of other really popular music. I, I do. I don't know. You I don't, don't think you so. Don't even know. Well, what's what's her, like, Mount Rushmore of Celine Dion songs? Well, there's like, what's the, charted? there's that one. There's the, My Heart Will Go On. Yeah. There's I'm Your Lady. I'm Your Lady. Thank God he sang it so I didn't have to. Oh. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to. It's just, I, I've seen the infomercial. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I'd recognize it's all it coming if I back heard to it, me. but I don't know anything. I just anything. crushed it. So if you did. You did. That, you no. nailed that, Patrick. <laughs> the I'm, or it's all coming back to me now song. But for me, it's no, it's the I'm your, I'm your lady song. See, it, even that one was razor sharp. That knife had trouble getting through There's it. There's a little case hardening going yeah. on. Okay. All right. So there you go. That's our. Our favorite Celine Dion songs. Um, uh, she didn't write My Heart Will Go On. Who did? Will Jennings. Don't know who that is. Exactly. All right, let's jump to wild card first so I can talk more about brown bears. So does that even count? It's not even uh, bear linked to multiple attacks in Japan found dead alongside its final victim. Japan is currently suffering the worst year for bear attacks in, its more, or in more than a century. Since April, when the first attack was reported, at least 158 injuries and two deaths have been confirmed. Is it weird I'm imagining these animated? No. Because <laughs> <you> I, <laughs> I've never been more shocked to learn that Japan has brown bears. <laughs> these are not like, you know, like little sun bears, like Asiatic sun bears or anything. These are like, they rival the Kodiak bear in size. I feel like when you're on like an island like Japan, wouldn't you just like purposely go out and like, kill all the animals that might kill you just to eradicate them from the island well i mean how big do you technically we're on an island right we're sure everything's an island yeah but what is how big is japan it's like, pretty big they the size it's not of, small i was gonna say the size of like florida no no it's, it's bigger, bigger than that yeah. really yeah japan's uh got some pretty good landmass too because it is a ton of different islands as well i bet you if you did like japan ver like compare i was gonna say japan versus usa <laughs> don't, no. don't don't look that well <laughs> yeah, don't google that but size, you go right back to band of they, brothers they usually put yeah um a map of i would say the size of california probably probably bigger J mm, japan is 3.84 percent the size of the united states well there you go okay we're gonna we're gonna find out what state it is similar in size to Oh, so like that. So like. So you might have uh, got it right with California. 
Florida and Georgia. Okay. Not not a California, but. But yeah, it, it's not a tiny little you place. Weren't off, you weren't off with your first guest. Dude. Just, right. one, just one more state. But I want to read that again. Since April, when the first attack was reported, 158 injuries and two deaths have been confirmed. Not including the most recent attacks mentioned in this article. The Guardian recently reported before this year, no bear attack fatalities were recorded in the country for more than a decade. So the bears just got together and were like, hey, those are, that's food. Like you can eat those things. I don't know if you know that or not, but go start eating those things. Do they not have hunters in Japan? After maybe a couple dozen, you'd think people would have gotten together and gone, hey, let's go get this thing. Yeah, you would think so. 158 is insane. Uh, then in April, official, or Fisher was likely killed and beheaded by a brown bear at Lake Shumarimiya. Like he used like a that. guillotine or something? The Japan Times reported the man's head was found in the lake. The bear was later spotted with bloody waders hanging from its mouth, Dude. sparking a bear hunt that resulted in a brown bear being shot and killed. It's not clear if the bear was killed the response the bear that was killed is responsible for the attack. He was, okay. He was black bear mailed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the bears, these bears rival Kodiak and Cyrus said that, but how in the world is there not a movie out there about samurais having to deal with these brown bears? Like what a great monster movie. You just have like a monster brown bear just terrorizing villages or villages of feudal Japan and a samurai has to go out and kill it one-on-one. -on -one. That'd be, I'd watch that movie. I'd watch that movie over and over again. If I had to guess, it's probably because back in the day. They came across a bear and they killed it. And nowadays it's more like, hey, let's, the bears are a little more endangered. Let's try to protect them. And then the bears, yeah, get big enough and they start deciding to eat the people. That's all mm -hmm. fine. But if samurais had to deal with brown bears, why is there not a movie about that? There's a movie about everything nowadays. I want that movie. Yeah, we had to see samurais deal with Tom Cruise. Why can't they deal with a right? brown bear? Okay, can we do like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? And like, <laughs> let's remake The Last Samurai <laughs> and insert brown bears. We can do that. I would be into that. We have the facilities here to do like an office style Walton, so we should just do that. Just start filming here so it's not it's always sunny but spray paint brutus a little bit darker <laughs> and just have him be the bear yes all right brown bear charges from den to mall eco activists protesting loggers so an eco activist who was trying to prove loggers had forced a bear out of its den was attacked by the animal in what polish officials describe as an irony of fate the german protester had traveled to poland's Carpathian Mountains, along with another activist, proved that the bear had abandoned the den, the Telegraph reported. But instead, the bear emerged from its den and surprised the bear before chasing them through the woods. One of the activists stumbled and fell, and the animal mauled him. The Telegraph said he was airlifted to a hospital in serious condition. That last I, bit. I shouldn't laugh, kind of but how dumb are yes, you? No. There's nothing in that den. I know you've seen a bear in there before, but you guys scared it out. I'm going to go prove it. Oh Just, my goodness. If you had, if somebody had a trail cam set up of that chase happening, you put that to the Benny Hill music and that's it. You're gold. You never have to work again a day in your life. <laughs> Will there be a Darwin Award? He said, referencing a tongue in cheek prize. There definitely <laughs> should be. Uh, so I, back in like the early 2000s, I bought that book, The Darwin Awards. And my favorite one was always the guy who uh, bolted and strapped a Nike rocket to the top of his car in the, I think, Arizona desert and got it to ignite. And they found him like halfway up a cliff because it just eventually took off. So the guy was smart enough to get access to the rocket, smart enough to attach it to his car that when it ignited, it didn't just like blow off the car immediately. And then I have to imagine it was difficult to figure out how to ignite it without it like being, you know, attached to, stay, to a- Stay attached. Right. To and not smart enough to realize that that was not a good idea. My God, it may, he, that guy just had to have wanted to die. What was cause of death? I was assume it, it was the cliff. Blunt, <laughs> I meant like blunt, blunt force trauma. Did he die in a fire? Was well, it? What year was this? Because if it was in 2020, I can tell you what the cause of death was. He died of COVID. <laughs> he died of COVID. <laughs> That's a good All right. Uh, shark bite causes significant lacer lacerations to a woman's leg. This isn't really that important. Just... A lady was walking in knee-deep water off uh, New Zealand, 
and a shark came up and significantly bit her leg. Now scroll back up. See that shark? Mm-hmm. That's what's known as a seven gill shark. And that's actually what kind of a, made me want to talk about this story. Those are like denizens of the deep. They don't come up all that often. Uh, they're extremely long lived. Um, and they don't attack people much at all. This might be the second or third like confirmed seven gill shark attack, but it really got her leg pretty bad. Don't go in the ocean. Certainly don't go in the ocean at night. Have you never seen Jaws? Mm. Right? That's how the whole thing starts off. If that girl hadn't gone in the ocean, that little Alex Kittner boy would still be alive. <laughs> I guarantee you, if that shark hadn't gotten a taste for meat, we w- and the whole East Coast would have been traumatized for many, many years. All right, moving on. Is that the cutest pig of all time? Uh-oh. Go back to the one note. I mean, look how adorable that pig is. I don't know if I would eat that pig. It looks too. It looks like it has more muscle than fat. It kind of looks like a dog. <laughs> yeah, it is absolutely adorable. Cute. Yeah. No, it's cute. Come on. No. Maybe more on the adorable front. Cute's a strong word there. I don't know. You put adorable below cute. I don't know. A cute doesn't feel like it fits, but tweets their own. Not a bad. You, this was all you were. You and I were also arguing about like. Something with Brutus and him, him, I forget how you describe Brutus. And I was like, ah, Brutus is a good looking dog, but. I said the cutest. You said cutest was the same yeah. thing. See, I think we just have different interpretations. Okay. Of, okay. Yeah. Um, then if you scroll down, we've just got some images there that you need to look at. Uh, and two headlines. Let's stop making lab grown meat weird. And the uh, animation is two buns, a thing of lettuce, obviously some ketchup and some cheese. And in the middle of it, a fully tusked elephant, as if to say people are eating elephant burgers. I mean, that's clearly not the case, so I don't understand what they're saying there. And then uh, from Veg News, can female-led <laughs> cultivated meat companies make lab-grown meat less weird? It's always going to be weird if it's lab-grown. I just, what a ridiculously terrible headline. And then if you click on the, hey, you know what? I don't want to talk about that last one. It, we're having too much fun and that's too depressing. <laughs> All right, let's move on to meat matters then. A record-breaking Yosemite climber credits strange diet for success. The 28-year-old eschewed a typical climbing diet of fresh, fresh vegetables and lean proteins. So earlier this month, this guy, Nick Eamon, broke the record for the fastest solo climb up the nose, a steep 3,000-foot route up El Capitan Vertical Rock Formation in California's Yosemite Park. This was set like a while ago by that Alex Hano guy. They made the documentary about him called Solo. Um, and one of the interesting things about that is when they, did some, they like, were imaging his brain and showing him like images that should be stressful or fearful, fearful he had like no response. So it's like his brain is just like, no, that's not, we don't care about that. Can people show you pictures that make your brain not feel stress? If they can show you pictures that make you like feel stress? Like a puppy or whatever. If you showed me a picture, there are certain images of sharks that I will not look at, at like on a screen. I'll just scroll right past it because I know that I'll be seeing that when I close my eyes later that night. So huh. I just don't look at it. I can't, I can't do that with snakes. You're like a toddler I, avoiding nightmares. Yeah. I don't watch. I can't. Of course. I will not look at pictures of snakes because it will give me nightmares. And yeah, as soon as you close your eyes, it's like, yeah. Have you seen, there's this guy, he's got a fishing pole and I think he's somewhere down in South America. He's walking along like a, a creek kind of, and there's this thing going across it. And it just, it looks like some tubing that's been left, but it's shedded snakeskin. And it looks like it's 30 feet long, dude. It mm, is creepy. Um, but his exceptional diet of meat, salt, and water seemed to have given him unusual strength and endurance. And he took no water or food on his run up the route. Our local vegetarians were dumbfounded. Of course they were. Well, so, so he eats nothing but beef, water, and salt. So it's the lion diet. Yeah. So in theory, is he just putting his body into a state of ketosis and so is he just la- is he lazy like get some more food in there <laughs> he dog. doesn't want to do anything like, else. that's good no, i, just I don't know if that would put you into ketosis yeah just no carbs no no uh uh-uh. there's more to it mm-hmm. yeah there's a he's called a eating disorder he's starving himself <laughs> 
Yeah. So you, you can't eat Your body eat. can change carbs into glucose through uh, glucogenesis, I believe is the name of the term. Um, that's why um, people who want to be in ketosis, they eat like more a keto diet has more fat in it because it can't change fat into uh, carbs, but it can change protein into it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So it's that thing or Jordan Peterson does it, right? The lion diet or whatever. Maybe it's his daughter that does it. I don't know. Yeah. One I think them, they're both. I do they both do it? Yeah. Uh, one of them does it. But I just thought that was extremely interesting. Uh, guy who broke the record for Alex Hano climbing El Capitan, which is the scariest. I mean, just looking at it gives me uncomfortability. Uh, next one is, you think a pound of beef is expensive? Wait until you hear what the cost is to produce it in Colorado. Colorado is big in the news re recently, huh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Since 2018, the cost of beef has risen 28% at retail, and ranchers are feeling the pinch from all sides. Now, one of the things that bothers me about this article is that uh, they say that consumers feel like they're paying more for beef. This is not something I feel like is happening. I am paying a lot more for beef. Yeah. Um, but it says the fact the fact consumers feel they are paying more may have no connection to whether ranchers are making any more profits. The rancher's share of every food dollar spent on beef has been under 40 cents in recent years. And that number alone does not provide much insight into the profitability of individual ranching operations. Cost and return estimates from the USDA show that Colorado ranchers lost money per cow in 2022. The revenue per cow averaged $872, but their average operating expenses to raise that cow to market was $972, according to Daniel Mooney, the assistant professor of agriculture and resource economics at Colorado State University. Both numbers were higher than in 2018, when ranchers were making profits, the revenue in 2018 was 737 per cow, while their costs were 717. So, both operating costs and value of the beef have gone up, but operating costs have gone up by a much more or much higher margin. The hard thing with with any story like this is that there's so much more that goes into it, and what's not told is very important because if people were losing a hundred dollars a head there'd be no ranchers left in the okay. u.s they would all be out of business so i've been thinking about that right that might not actually be true because you are also while you're obviously you know you have the land to raise the beef you do have other assets involved in that the land being one of them right so you're Yes, you might be losing some money per head, but you still have the value of the land, which might make it worth it for them to continue doing it. Yeah, but cash flow is king. Their cash flow is negative. Sure. And that, you can't survive. Even, even if Well, you, you can't survive long term. Yeah. So, well, yeah. But was this for the entire year? This was for 2022. For portion? Okay, so in 2021, were they making record profits? Right. Like, and then they're having a bad year. And then it's, is it all, it's so... They were making record profits. Now they're not, but it's contract based. So it, this was all pre-arranged six to twelve months ahead of time. So they know in the next twelve months they're going to be raking in a lot more. I don't. Th I, I think it's the pork market that is works on contract. I didn't think the beef market does. I I I don't know entirely. We got to get. Some, we keep saying it, but we got to get somebody in here who understands all that. Some sort of yeah. It probably also varies a lot based upon are we talking a big producer or like your own small independent rancher yeah so i don't know i don't know okay uh thieves reportedly stole five thousand dollars of wagyu beef from a san francisco san francisco restaurant so my joke was in san francisco wagyu beef five thousand dollars they probably stole like five pounds because <laughs> wagyu is incredibly expensive and um, as is San Francisco. But they believe that the burglars initially tried to break into the Apple store next door on Chestnut Street before jumping a fence and hitting his establishment. So they didn't care what they stole. They were just getting away with something. Uh, the interior surveillance footage appears to show two figures pulling items out of a freezer. Lowe, who also owns 
uh, Pinso Rosa and Pacific Heights told the outlet that his restaurants have been burglarized four times in the past three years, though the first time, though this is the first time he's filed a pr- police report. Get out of big cities. That's all I have to say about that. Then in Queensland, brazen thief robs heartbroken Queensland butcher of 400 kilograms of Christmas meat. So what is that? 880 pounds, right? 2.2 pounds. What do you, yeah. what do you, when you, when you steal this, what are you doing with it? Do you just have like black market chest freezers sitting at home yeah, waiting for that it? or sell it cheap? Better sell it fast. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, there are hams, a bunch of them, so they'll keep for a while. Um, this guy, it's $7,000 worth of meat and he went back in twice. So he went in, filled a buggy, took it out to his car, went, or so I guess he just went back in once. Went back and filled the boogie again, went back to his car, filled it up, and then took off. So that's pretty, pretty insane. That's sad. Uh, Nebraska beef required to produce documents to avoid contempt. This is interesting. Um, this is part of the, the lawsuit against JBS, Tyson, Cargills, and Swift Beef Company, uh, National Beef Packaging, for a conspiracy uh, to artificially raise beef products. They're getting caught up in this. Um, but JBS requested information to see if cattle suppliers treated independent meat processors like Nebraska beef any differently from JBS. In doing so, JBS hopes to prove its innocence in the price-fixing allegation. In a motion filed in April 2023, JBS asked the court to enter an order compelling Nebraska beef to comply with a subpoena after a series of delays and extension. Nebraska beef failed to provide data in response to the subpoena's request outside of the data obtained from the U.S. Department of Agriculture, according to the motion. So they let the U.S. Agriculture uh, Department of Agriculture look at their stuff, take what they needed, and now JBS has, say, or has gotten the court to say, no, you have to show everything. They're not involved in the lawsuit. Like, I don't understand where the court gets off saying, you're you know, private company who is not named as a defendant in this. We want to see all of your documentation. We have a real problem with courts in this country right now. I don't understand that one. Yep. All right, moving on. Um, New seasoning flavors your meat and stops it turning bad. Now, this is from a website called No Camels. So I don't think exactly, you know, we're not talking about the New York Times here, uh, but this is over in uh, Israel. Uh, Professor Oren Tirosh, a specialist at University of Biomechanics, leads the Meat Crust team that is based at the school's tech startup hub. Uh, The proprietary seasoning forms a crust over the meat that acts as a semi-natural antioxidant. The team tells no camels. Antioxidants are compounds that can deter the process of lipid oxidation, which which is when fatty acids in meat react with oxygen and cause rancidity. This meat crust helps prevent Undesirable off flavors linked to lipid oxidation, a key factor in deteriorating non-microbial meat product quality. I don't know why, but this makes me feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> like I don't want a seasoning that also preserves, like puts a crust over my meat. That feels weird. Like when they say crust, yeah, they, no, they, mean, they mean like crust. Yeah. It's like a almost like how wax would work. Yeah, I don't like that. It just seems weird. But I'm really interested. Um, they, one of the things that they're trying to get around, they're still using salts and sugars, um, and they want like a completely clean label. So they're trying to make adjustments to it. But it's interesting. It is interesting, right? I mean, that's got that. I don't know how much it would affect our grocery stores, but like in third world countries, if you can extend the life of some of those products by just a little bit, you're probably doing a good job to help fight hunger, I would I'm imagine sh- at least. I'm sure that's a big deal even over here. I don't know. I probably could look up and find those statistics, but what does a grocery store meat market throw away on average for product that oh, has gone bad? Yeah. If, if the, the more you can do to extend shelf life, the... Yeah, but we don't have a problem with hunger in this country. Well, Our homeless people are fat. I know, but it's just not having waste. We're considered in help. shape. That's how bad America is. That it's yeah, no, not good. No. All right. Uh, Columbus Butcher thurns meat to close after 137 years. So this is just sad. Um, 
Owner said, it's a very difficult decision. Four generations of Thurns have served the Columbus area with the finest German-style homemade meats and sausages for 138 years. And they are closing. Nobody wants to take on the business. That is just sad. But um, the last article is just 10 ways eating meat ages you faster. It's all nonsense. The last one is the one that I want to talk about the most, though. It's environmental concerns. That's mm. how it's aging you. So okay. um, I wanted it to be, I, it's not, I wanted it to be like, I'm worried that eating meat is going to hurt the environment. So it ages me faster because I'm stressed out about it, but it's not. It's just saying like the environmental concerns of producing the meat are bad for your health. Ridiculous though. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it came from a site, vegnews.com. So I use vegnews all the time. Yeah. But when yeah people like that are just gonna put every reason under the sun they can to push their agenda yeah they were the ones who made the headline can female-led cultivated meat companies make lab grown meat less weird so does is some are people like that like okay with lab grown meat though why wouldn't they be it's not a meat alternative it is animal meat still had to come originally from an animal somehow and then, yes, they're replicating, reproducing, but still animal-based. I would imagine that they would be. I would imagine, at least. I saw, a, I couldn't believe it was real. I saw an interview the other day of this guy who was a carnivore debating with a vegetarian. And um, they were talking about the difference between eating a, a cow and eating a chicken. And the guy was saying, you know, I get way more meals out of my cow than you do than somebody would out of, you know, this chicken. And the guy's like, well, on this show, we try to only cite things that have stats to back it up. So I assume you have something to, st to back it up. And the guy goes, a cow weighs about 1,200 pounds. A chicken, you know, I can pick up with one hand. Yeah, that's my proof right there. And he's like, well, we're just not going to accept that. I was like, oh, my oh God. My. Nobody wants to be reasonable anymore. <laughs> All right. You got anything else? That's all I got. Uh, we should have another round of sales coming out um, either Sunday or Monday. Um, so keep an eye out for that on Waltons.com. I'll put it all up and get it on the sales page. Uh, basically, it'll be what we have stock left of after the last <laughs> couple of rounds of sales. Um, we are low on numerous things. I can say this, unless something changes like drastically, I will have the 11-pound stuffers on a good price. So if you're looking for 11-pound stuffer, um, and you missed out on the last sale, which was Monday and Tuesday. Keep your eyes out uh, Sunday and Monday. And I'll probably leave it running for at least a couple of days. And we might have stuffer flushers back in stock by then. We do have stuffer flushers back Did in they stock. come in? Yeah, they shipped out. Oh. I believe. I'm almost positive. I thought they weren't supposed to come in until tomorrow. Sweet. Yeah. Sounds good. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for checking out the Meat Logistics Podcast. To shop everything but the meat, head on over to Waltons.com. To get your meat processing questions answered by experts and enthusiasts alike, head on over to our online community at meatgistics.com. Walton's, everything but the meat.